Hi, everyone. Welcome to Coffee Plus Mochi. I'm Christy. And I'm Maddie. We're your favorite sisters-in-law. Each week, we introduce you and each other to new things we love and bond over the internet. Maddie, how was your week? Okay, this week was kind of amazing. Um, So much happened, I guess, with the Olympics. But before I even talk about that, because that's like a whole thing in itself, um, I just wanted to say that I finally finished the dub of Heaven Officials Blessing. Very excited about that. They finally released the last episode. So now I've seen it in, you know, its original form and the dub. And the second volume actually was released, which was amazing. Um, I have not, I haven't really started reading it yet, but I have it and it's beautiful. It's the cover and I'm obsessed with that. Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe we should post that on the Instagram so everybody can see what that looks like. If, I, if anyone's wondering. Yes. Oh my gosh. The art is so beautiful. Um, I'm just obsessed. I even bought the little like figurines for it. I had to pre-order them. Um, the pre-order I think ends in June and then it won't come out for, till next year, but it's so beautiful. And the detail is just so amazing for these little figures. And I am generally a minimalist by heart, but I had to buy them hundred percent. They're figurines. Like, are they, are they little keychains or what, what is it? No, um, it's like a little um, figure. I don't know, like that you could just like have on your desk or your shelf. Oh, it's like a decorative, a decorative piece thing. Yeah, it's called a Nendroid. Um, I think that's that, what that one is specifically. Um, I know like they make them for very popular things, but um, they made one and I was obsessed and it's just beautiful. Okay, so it's kind of like a, so it's like a toy, like a little um, minute, like a toy. Thing. I wouldn't call it a toy. Your, <laughs> your face, you're like, how dare you? I mean, it's not like something you play with. It's just like something that sits there and makes you happy. I don't know. I was just to... trying, I was trying to like paint the picture because when you said figurine, I was like, oh, is it made out of glass? <laughs> but I know what you mean now. I know what you mean. You mean like it's, it's like an it's not an act it's not an action figure it's an action figure right no it's like a posed it's like a posed uh figure right? I can't okay I guess it's but it's like cute whatever. it's not like a, I don't know how to explain <laughs> you know I have some little figurines for Modazushi uh, I will post a picture on Instagram you guys can check our Instagram out and see what that looks like I made like a kind of mini shrine for all of my MXTX books so I will post a picture of that. I know I'm a weirdo. It's okay. I can't wait to see it. And um, other thing I want to mention, because you know, that was really big news for me. But um, I don't know if all of you guys are into Winter. Winter is the only K-pop concert I have been to in person, um, and they just released their concert dates for South Korea. Unfortunately, most people won't be able to go, but. I was very excited because that just means, you know, more people are going to, you know, start to release music again because it's been kind of slow over the last couple of years with, you know, releases and yeah. stuff. So I'm very excited about that. So now Big Bang and Winner, they both like are having some movement and I'm very excited about that. How random is that? I, they've been, they were quiet even before everything happened. Like when was the last time Winner? Oh, wait, when did you go to the Winner concert? Uh that was 2018 oh yeah 
but okay they were actually active before that um in 2019 they actually did have a concert here um in the states unfortunately i was not able to go to that just because of um school stuff it was just out of my ability to be able to go to that concert broke my heart completely i don't know if you remember that christy but heartbroken um because i actually did have tickets but then stuff happened and i couldn't go anymore so um but i'm just so happy i hope that um big bang will actually get to have another concert here because yeah i haven't seen them here in forever actually i know that they were here in like 2016 but obviously i was not a fan at the time so it's very mm. sad i just looked up mino um he's the according to wikipedia he's the rapper for winter that's what they call him and i was looking at his birthday you guys are actually really close in age yeah why did you think we weren't <laughs> i don't know i just i like he has you know he has like a boyish face and everything but for whatever reason i thought he was way older he was like in his mid-30s or something oh that's probably because like i would talk to you about top and g-dragon all the time and they're like in their mid-30s they're older. okay yeah that makes sense i think he's like brandon's age but i could be wrong he's 28 Oh yeah, so yeah, he's Brandon. Oh wait, no, he's a year younger than Brandon. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. So he's he's a baby. No, he's not a baby. That's that's old me talking. Sorry. Um. Yeah. Tangent. Sorry. Uh. That's awesome though. I'm so excited. I actually want to go. I would love to see them live. Which group? Winner. Oh, okay. Big Bang. Yeah, but Winner. I know more of their songs. I'm just so obsessed with them, and I'm just so excited they're back. But I'm actually really sad that they're kind of coming back right now just because um, Mino and um, Suyun, they both have not done their military service yet. So pretty much they're going to come back. Oh, no. have their, it's going to be like their last thing before we have another two-year hiatus without them. Oh. So after this, I'm going to have to wait two more years. So it's a little bit sad. Yeah, literally, that's the first thing I thought was like, we're going to go through this all over again. <laughs> they're going to start up and then they're going to disappear. Oh, no. So that means that means if they're having their concert this year, Maddie, we have to find a way to go. Okay, so this is the thing. Even if we could somehow end up in South Korea, they have such strict laws right now that like we can't go anywhere. Like you have to have an official phone number um, in South Korea to actually be able to like get this little qr code to be able to enter places right now so okay you can't go anywhere more many foreigners can't go anywhere if you go there right now um and even if you get like they have um like little phone numbers you can get that are temporary phone numbers but mm -hmm. they made it so that those don't work <gasps> dang okay yeah, so there's no way I, I was thinking about it. I was like, okay, because actually I found out about that on TikTok because of um, what's the group? Oh my gosh, I keep on forgetting their name. They're way bigger. They have the butter song. Oh my gosh, what's their name? It's like right there. <laughs> I know like their Korean name, but BTS. I just <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. So BTS, um, someone posted that like, cause they're having a concert right now. Well, not right now, but they have a concert coming up. And for them, someone was like, well, even if you could go, you can't really go because you have to have that thing to be able to get into the concert. See, they just have to bring it over here. You just have to do a full tour and not be, you know, and not I just get it. it. 
I get that they like you know everything going on right now why they're staying in Korea but you never know what could happen at the end of the year I feel like you know every year we've been thinking that things are going to change and things are going to get better and maybe this is the year where you know suddenly everything opens up Coachella just announced that they're not going to be having any kind of vaccination mandates they're going to have no mask mandates they're going to have nothing anyone can go in any way (laughs) so that's scary but okay I know it's got it's scary but I also see that things are going to be opening up a lot more and guess what if if they announced a concert we could still you know take the proper precautions and go maybe honestly though hearing that makes me so sad because like I know that Japan is going to be like no foreigners are coming in now and I just I love Japanese concerts so much like I would love to go to a winter concert in Japan again I I just loved it so much everyone was so amazing being there and I just want to go back to going to that but it's fine I I can go to a concert here in the states it's fine I'm just like I've seen the best so now I want to stay over there and do my concerts (laughs) over there (laughs) it's like it's like going to your first basketball game and having box seats and then being like I can't I can't have nosebleeds I can't even sit in the middle like I have to repeat that experience that's not my experience I'm just giving an example um but yeah I, I can I can kind of see where you're coming from Maddie yeah, so, oh, sorry. The issue for me is that I've actually never been to a concert where it had to be far away <laughs> because I went to that mm-hmm. winter concert and that was like the only actual real concert I've been to. But the other like kind of concert I went to was the Ellen DeGeneres show, the con- outdoor concert for, win- uh, not for winter, sorry, for um, One Direction. And um, I was like, probably like 15, 20 feet away from the sta- from the stage for that one too. That's so amazing. I feel like I've, yeah. I've been very blessed, I guess, with um, getting to see these people live and very close. Mm-hmm. So I've just never had faraway seats, but I guess I do need to realize that's not normal. So, yeah. <laughs> well, it isn't, it isn't like, like if we go to a concert here, like you're not going to be able to see them up close. So you can still see, see them up close, especially if, you're, if you were planning to spend a lot more to go overseas, mm-hmm. you know, you can spend a little bit more and get and get closer seats i mean i had vip to sit seats for the winter concert here in the states so i was already like on it but um where was that one gonna be that one okay they actually had a lot of well they didn't have a lot but they had one in um san francisco which is the one i was gonna go to and then they had one in la and um i just couldn't go to those because of you know life but um i i really would have loved to go to those <laughs> had my ticket so but it's okay See, then I think your experience is gonna be like an experience that's gonna possibly match that would be if you don't want to spend too much money would be probably going to see them at a festival right because then you can just you can just camp out <laughs> just find a spot in the front and sit there all day sit there all day that would be me 100 <laughs> percent. no bathroom breaks for you I'll wear a diaper. I heard people do that. People do that. People get catheters. Okay, I'm not doing that. That was a joke. The the diaper (laughs) thing was already a joke. (laughs) I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that out loud. Um, But I've heard some things. (laughs) You see, this is why. Just go to Japan. Because Japan, 
you have your seat already and I don't have to deal with that I can just literally go right in and it's beautiful you know who does um who does like seated well I feel like a lot of concerts do that because if you go to the Greek the Greek does that where you can do kind of a general admission but get really close up and um and still be seated like they have a pit section but then they have seats that are really far up really close and also Hollywood Bowl does that too but Hollywood Bowl is really expensive mm-hmm. and so I wouldn't recommend that we actually saw a cold play at the Hollywood Bowl and that was pretty exciting because we weren't we were on the floor and it was it was like actually kind of a similar experience to what you explained like what you shared uh, when you went to the winter concert where we were being ushered through the like first we went like downstairs to show our we had like these little like flashy uh, wristbands they were silver and glittery and super cute and um, we showed them at the door they took us through this tunnel and then it (gasps) felt like it you know like it feels special it feels like you're about to go backstage we didn't obviously go backstage but then uh, we just go down we're on the ground um, and we're looking around and you can just see all the all the um, the seats all around us yeah. and everybody has like their little flashy stick things because <laughs> apparently um, so basically with the Coldplay tour that they were doing they give everybody these um, these little watch things that would kind of glow and so during certain songs your your wristband watch would glow with the song and then it would flash different colors and stuff and uh and so we could just see all of them glowing all around us and we're just on the floor yeah. and we're just like <gasps> and so we sat down and we were we were pretty close I don't know how far we were but like halfway through the concert right next to us there was a stage and we were wondering like what what's that stage about but we didn't think about it too much and then um, they actually ended up performing on that stage and it was amazing like we all everyone just ran to it and we were super close and um they did a, a couple songs like two or three songs and then they went back to the main stage but they had like fireworks and like confetti and it was that year they actually did win um so a bunch of awards for the best concert experience of the year whatever um so that that was insane but the, I think the reason I bring it up is just like the fact that we were like able to get ushered in and stuff. When you were telling yeah. me the other day, I thought about it, but I didn't, I didn't mention it. But yeah, like not, not very much has compared to that since. <laughs> especially yeah, that's exactly especially like when you're just standing there, like I can't go to the bathroom because I'm gonna lose my spot. That's not fun. <laughs> um so the cool thing about you said about the wristbands that's literally every k-pop concert because everyone has their light sticks for like every single k-pop group has their own light stick that you bring for that purpose oh i love that yeah i love love when we are able to kind of because then you feel like you're a part of the you know like you're waving your thing and then it's like the lights are synchronized to the to the music like i uh i don't know if it was the same that same one or if it was something else that i saw on for Lollapalooza maybe um someone had these like really big um these really big balloons that were just bouncing around the crowd and then they were like lighting up with different different colors and it was just creating like this whole visual experience that I'm like oh, just you know if you're gonna spend the money like I I'm like just give me the experience man and yeah I can't no, Maddie you're making me miss going to concerts I know. No, but okay, the thing I love about the concerts in like Korea and Japan is that everyone knows the chants 
and everyone knows like the way that you hold the light sticks like I was following others because there's a specific like way you move the light sticks and everything and it's just an amazing experience so it's like a choreographed thing yeah like a lot of people like know this stuff and I was just like oh my gosh this is like the coolest thing ever because it's it was just done so well and then I'm just like the weird foreigner that doesn't know what I'm doing but it was still fun so the next one you're gonna go online and be like okay like let's learn this dance real quick yeah and like there's a fan yeah, chant okay. like you fan chant like all of their names in a specific order and like there's a beat that goes with it and I loved it, it was just the best experience so I'm sure it'll be similar here because um you know so there'll be some crazy fans that know all of that like me well on to the main event that I actually want to talk about I don't know how much of the Olympics you watched but um I mainly just watched figure skating and there was so much drama this year. It was crazy. Wait, okay. I, since I was a kid, I always watched the figure skating um, and I also loved gymnastics, um, but this year I missed everything. So take me through it. What happened? Okay. I'm going to go on. I'm going to start with the little stuff and then I'm going to get to the bigger drama just because I want to have the happy stuff first. So Nathan Chen won. Um, he's from America. It's fine. Um, I knew Wait, was he there? He was there before. He yes, was, he's, he's like super young, right? I don't know how young. He's younger than me, so yes. He's, I guess he is kind of young, but I just don't know his exact age. Um, the favorite to win was Yuzuru Hanyu, just because he's very, he skates very beautifully, and that's kind of where TikTok led me. I did not really know about Yuzuru Hanyu until this year just because of TikTok. Literally, I'm pretty sure that because I watch Yuri on Ice and I loved Yuri on Ice, um, they put me in the Yuzuru Hanyu fan group because all of this week and last week, all I had on my For You page was Yuzuru Hanyu stuff. And it was kind of crazy. Oh my gosh, I had to look them up online. (laughs) The outfits are insane like I'm looking at this it looks like a leather jacket I'm sure it's not because it it has to be danceable (laughs) material Mm -hmm. but oh wow this is amazing I am now a fan not to interrupt you go oh no no it's totally fine I'm a big fan of him now like I I didn't know who he was but I'm like dang I wish I had known who he was um of course Nathan Chen did a very good job so for Yuzuru Hanyu, he was the one that was supposed to win, that everyone was assuming would win, I guess. Um, but he like popped one of his jumps, his main jumps, and um, it, which was very crazy. Everyone was very surprised about it. It's kind of funny. Everyone was very surprised about it, but I was just like, okay, because I had no idea who he was. <laughs> but I was seeing all this stuff on TikTok. Um, but apparently there was actually a hole in the ice. And so he saw it and he jumped out of the way because he knew it would hurt him. Yeah. So that's why he popped his jump and why he like pretty much lost the gold. But even though he did that and then for... Wait, so there was an issue with the ice. And so he was trying to like save his ankles, I'm sure. And they didn't allow him to redo it. When did they find out that this happened? So after his performance, he went back to that spot where he jumped and you see like he points to it and you see in the camera, like on whatever your phone, your TV, wherever you watch it, there's a hole right where he had been skating. 
But no, they did not, like, let him do anything. That's nuts. Yeah. So, unfortunate, but, um, you know, that stuff happens. Even though that happened, he also, I think he messed up a little bit in his other skating performance. But even with messing up, like, major skills, he still got fourth place because that's just how good he is. Wow. Yeah. And then in the gala, because, of course, I was on TikTok – I saw his like stuff at the gala and it was the most adorable stuff ever. And I was just like, okay, I love this. I'm so his fan now. So hundred percent love him now. And um, since we're still talking, I'm sorry, I'm talking a lot, but because of the male skating stuff, um, Yuri on ice released an official photo. I saw that. And I, I think I sent it to you. <laughs> and you I was like, say. Oh my gosh. And it was like and how they're like zooming in to all the little all the little details, and they zoom into the dog. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, Makachan is adorable. <laughs> oh, I have to rewatch the whole the whole first. Um, it was season, right? You would consider it a season. It was a full season, yeah. Okay, yeah, that was that was a pretty great show. Um, so it's coming back. When's it coming back? Okay, so for Eerie on Ice, technically, there's not going to be another season. There's only going to be a movie. It's called oh. um, Ice Adolescence. Yeah, I'm very sad mm-hmm. about that because it seems like it's going to be about when they're younger. And I don't want when they're younger because that means Yurio is not going to really be around because he's a child. Maybe he'll like have a little moment, but it's mainly just going to be Victor, I think. Unless. Yeah, that means, that means they're not going to really show them together and that kind of breaks my heart but it's okay at least i got that really cute picture it's official art of them at the olympics um victor's wearing a coaching jacket for japan um i love that he was wearing a kn95 and then yakov his old coach was there coaching yuri and yuri's just like i'm done with yuri i was just like i'm done with you and that whole picture just made my day made my week actually it's very cute so much okay anyways i'm sorry um last thing i think that you'll you're really gonna like this little bit of drama well it's not like a good drama i'm not gonna lie but um so one of the girls the female skaters for Mm -hmm. uh, russia um the girl that got second place she flipped out she was crying really angry because she landed five quads and she did not get first place. The other girl did not do five quads. I don't, I think, I don't remember how many she did, but she did not do five quads. Um, so there was like this huge, crazy, how dare you? She's very angry. She was yelling. She hated figure skating. She was never going to get on the ice again. Um, she went out to receive her like reward, her medal. Actually, they didn't do medals, the medal ceremony for any figure skating because of um, Camila Villieva. Um, So they just like held these little things, these little pandas and um she was flipping the camera off oh my i have to go and i have to find this (laughs) this is this is some intense so much drama i missed this i know it, it was crazy so it was just crazy so okay this is how it was you have the first place girl right she won first place she's like sitting there by herself just sitting on a couch like zoned out okay then you have the other girl crying so the coaches are all trying to console her you have the girl that got fourth place crying the coaches are trying to like console her so while the coaches are trying to console the other girls the person that won first place during the happiest moment is just like sitting there like this mm-hmm. sorry you guys can't see but like all sad and just sitting in the corner by herself and i was just like what 
That's so, horrible. So she was just like, she was trying to keep it together for them because she's like, clearly I can't uh, celebrate. Wait, and these are all people on her team. Yeah. And that's, they're all competing for Russia. That's horrible. So it like, I understand crazy. there's a lot of pressure and I'll never understand the pressures of being an Olympic skater or any kind of Olympic um, athlete, but I feel like that's pretty messed up of them because they know that this is this is such a big moment for her yeah that's messed up man so i'm like a i'm i'm not a crazy big fan but i do like um gymnastics and figure skating so i was very excited to get to watch those but it's absolutely crazy um how um much drama there is and I didn't even know about any of this type of stuff so it was kind of cool to see all this I feel like for the I've first never time. seen that kind of drama at, at the Olympics before okay I thought that was like a normal thing I was like oh wow this is like crazy well except for the Tanya Harding thing right oh yeah <laughs> that was pretty that was pretty that bad was pretty big deal but <laughs> I'm sure there's been other stuff but also like I as a kid you kind of don't like you don't know about that stuff you know that's true I I didn't at least honestly I wouldn't have known about any of this I guess without TikTok yeah I mean and that's probably that probably um blows it up a lot bigger right so aside from just seeing it on the news or wherever they would show it you're seeing it on social media and everybody's reposting it and you know like showing their recordings from the you know when they were watching it live so yeah. That must be very, very difficult for them. <laughs> yeah, everyone on TikTok was like, this was so traumatizing. And it, if you watch it, it is very traumatizing to see these little girls having meltdowns. It's pretty and they're not little girls, though, right? They're, they're women. 15, they're just, 15, 16-year-olds. Uh, oh, dang. Yeah. Okay. I guess I take back what I said. Like, you can't... Uh, yeah, that's really hard to control your emotions at 15, 16. But, I mean, if you're... I don't know. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> okay. Just leave that one alone. <laughs> now that um, I've given you all this drama, please tell me something that you I've talked for It's way too long. <laughs> no. How was your week? Well, I'm so okay, sorry. Look, my week was absolutely consumed by Love is Blind. I First off, let me start off by saying, um, okay, so Love is Blind came out with a new spin it's like a spinoff but it's just like a whole new collection um based in in Japan so I told you before about Brazil um they did a version in Japan and it was it was really good I like I I binge watched the first five episodes in one night and it was really good and then I realized that yeah it was like each one's like an hour so it's like five hours um but anyway that's not the that's not the main point um let's not focus on that (laughs) the reason I bring that up is because I was very excited about it and then I realized that they actually had a whole another collection that they released in America and I didn't realize that Japan was not the main one so I was like oh man now I have five more episodes of a whole new cast a whole new like a whole new series that I have to watch and so um I was watching that over a week my entire week has been consumed by Love is Blind um just to give you a little bit of info on it Love is Blind is basically I feel like I've talked about it before right um but basically the concept is you're meeting these people um it starts with 14 girls 14 
14 women, 14 men, everyone's meeting on opposite sides of a wall with no uh, idea of what the other person looks like. So it's really interesting because they get to um, then propose to each other sight unseen and they get to either say yes or no, right? And so what I've noticed, and this is a common theme along like all of the different collections is you you get to see the drama of what happens when you say yes to one person and then you meet them in real life and you get to see you get to meet the person that you're engaged to and it can all be super great and the problem that you see sometimes is that the face doesn't match the voice you know like maybe this is like a super um suave talker but when you see him he's like a super nerdy dude and that's not your type or like what I noticed in in Japan there's actually a couple where she the um it's so interesting honestly the, the most interesting thing about watching all of these three at the same time um is that you can see how the cultural differences um, are they're just so different in every single in every single country right so in Japan um, there's a couple where they're pretty young um, but the the woman has been married before she got married when she was 21 and she was only married for one year but then the guy that is interested in her has like a lot he has to think about that he's like oh wow I have to think about that because that is a big, a big deal. deal yeah and I'm like wait what what do you mean like they didn't, she didn't have a child she's she's divorced there's no there's no attachment still so what is the problem here and it's just because you know she's there divorced, was a prior yeah. there's a prior relationship there and so interestingly enough that couple he ends up being okay with it and then he meets her they meet in person and she has a really hard time now she's having a hard time because when she meets him, he has blonde, spiky hair. And apparently that's, I mean, it's not something that she's it's comfortable weird. with. It's she's like, you, you look scary. He doesn't even have tattoos. And she's like, you look scary. Like, I feel like you're going to beat me up. Like She says that multiple times and then tells yeah. him you should have warned me. And he's like, what do you mean warned you? And she's like, that I would probably be scared of you. And I'm like, wait, what? I'm just tripping out the whole time. See, compared to Brazil um, and Brazil, which I've mentioned before, I watched a few episodes and then I stopped because it just wasn't super interesting to me, but I was on a bender. So I went back in and then um, it's just, that is completely everyone there. Every, like literally every single woman on that show has tattoos. Um, and it's super chill. Like it's, it's fine. Um, they just like the culture is just different. Um, okay. So I'm going to talk a little bit about love is blind. Oh, I'm calling it the OG version, right? So America, this, this collection, this, se this season is based in Chicago and there's, so, there's drama, dude. There's like, I want you to watch this so badly. Uh, I'm just going to spoilers ahead. I'm just going to say, um, so there's this one couple where, I'm so excited about this. <laughs> it's 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 like not. It's kind of sad. Um, this one couple. Um, they are meeting in the pods, right? They're they have such a strong connection. I'm sorry. Actually, and, can I stop you for a second? Yeah. Um, before you go on anymore. Okay. 
I really don't know anything about Love is Blind. So just for people that haven't seen it, okay. From my understanding, they don't meet initially. So like, do they talk for a few times first? Like how many times do they talk first, I guess? Okay, that's a good, that's a good question. So they have about two weeks, right? They have about two weeks to get to know each other through the pods. And so that's not a long time, but they get to talk to whoever they want as often as they want. And they're not going to work. You know, Mm -hmm. they don't have their phones, so they have no distractions. All they're focused on is talking to these people. A lot of them have notebooks where they keep little notes about each of the people that they talk about because they don't have faces that they can put to these stories, these life experiences that they're sharing or they're, you know, people are sharing with them. And so all they're doing is taking notes. They're asking all the real questions. Yeah, they talk about all all of the big things. Like they're trying to see where the other person stands in terms of religion, uh, how many kids they want, what are their career goals. But what they try and encourage them to do is try and just focus on the person's heart because they want you to fall in love with this person regardless of what they're, (laughs) which just sounds silly because these are important things, right? Like you don't want to be in a committed relationship with someone when your like core values are so ridiculously different and so you have some people that they do talk about finances and things like that Um, and then of course you have some that they just talk about you know who they are as a person and whatever so um these two people Jarrett and Mallory um Mm -hmm. they got to know each other they were connecting, but Jarrett was also connecting with this girl, Ayana. Mallory was also connecting with this guy, Sal. So Mallory is like, Jarrett feels like the guy that I've gone out with before. He's a sports guy. He's like, meets all those things that I'm interested in. But Sal is the one that I see a future with. He's like the guy that makes me feel calm. He make, He's like super romantic. He's like the guy that would treat me right kind of thing and then um Jared is having a hard time deciding between Ayana and Mallory and then he just goes for the plunge and asks Mallory to marry him and then in that moment she decides no I want to be with Sal so then Jared is heartbroken Mallory feels sad that she broke his heart but then Jared picks himself back up and goes and proposes to Ayana (laughs) And so this is actually the first time that this has ever happened even before in Love is Blind history. And it's, the whole concept is just crazy. You know, like literally people are meeting and within two weeks, one or two weeks, because some propose faster than others, um, they're getting engaged and then they're going on their honeymoon and then they're moving in with each other and they live with each other for three weeks before they decide if they want to be married to this person and it's just chaos one couple so Shane is the super kooky guy and he's entertaining these two women as well he has Natalie who is like super solid has her life together she's just looking for kind of like her um her companion that can you know make her life that much more more you know and then he's also entertaining this other woman who her name is Shayna and they seem like on 
face like because we can see them we're seeing like Shane and Shayna they're like these like super good looking people who probably go out and drink and just probably go to the gym all the time on like on those basic things they seem like they would probably be better together but he's having like these really deep conversations with the other one so he decides to he he decides to propose to natalie and when he's proposing to natalie the one that he's had this really strong emotional connection with instead of natalie walking in Shayna walks into the room because she knows he's about to propose and wants to lay it all on the table and tells him i really feel strongly for you and I know you've been holding back because I never told you how I feel I just kind of was just keeping it very shallow but I just wanted to let you know and he's like okay the crazy thing about this is that she that he tells her like it's too late I'm already gonna propose to Natalie and so I appreciate that you're sharing this with me but it's too late So she leaves that and then she ends up going back to this other, she goes back into the dating pool and literally um, accepts accepts a proposal from some other guy. And she, like, she realizes that they, this guy is an atheist and she's like a hardcore Christian, but she's like, eh, it could work. And it's because she's still hung up on Shane. And so um, fast forward, eventually she, like, they go to they go to Mexico on their honeymoon. Um, Shane and Natalie are super happy. Shayna and her dude are not so great. She ends up leaving him on the honeymoon, goes back home, has him meet her parents. They're like, dude, you're not religious. Like, this isn't going to work really. And then she decides we can't be together. But then she's still they have they all have like a little gathering where they're like inviting other people and like all their friends so that everyone can kind of meet each other and um and she shows up and she's like she tells apparently like she had called natalie and was like hey so if everything doesn't work out like i have a friend i can introduce you to like she's really trying to wedge herself in there and so it's just like it's just stuff like that like in the pods they don't have to worry about that stuff because they're you know they're just talking to this person and that's it like they're they're kind of like they're just isolated but then when they go back to their lives they have to kind of deal with all their family's opinions aside from the fact that this is just like a crazy experiment um it's just it's just a lot it's just so much and I'm trying to like share with you all of the details but there's so much I can't even get into it because I am nine episodes in and that doesn't sound like a lot but so much happens <laughs> it's like no I'm sure I'm sure it's a lot it's just like it's just like five whirlwind romances and that's just one right and we still have Japan and we still have now I'm like back on Brazil like Maddie you gotta stop me I am out of control wait so but and... you're done with Japan though right no, um, so Japan, they released another five episodes or another four, and then they're going to release the last one. So I have to still finish. Um, I just got into the place where they've all moved in together. Uh, um, so now they're kind of like starting to see like what they're, what they're really about, what their, you know, quirks are, you know? Gotcha. So okay. That's where we're at. Well, I love this Love is Blind thing. I I don't know if I'll watch it, to be honest with you. I'm kind of more of like 
I like cartoon love compared to real love. <laughs> it's just, it's interesting because this this show, like there's this one guy who um, they all knew that they were signing up for the show, obviously. But I don't know if it was because of like everything that's happening or what, but when they signed up for this one, they said, don't put your lives on hold, keep on with your life. And so he started dating a girl and told her, you know, we're, we're in an open relationship. I've signed up for this experiment. And if it, if I get called, I'm going to go. And so they've apparently been together for two years, like the entire time up until he got called and he got called to go on the show. And he's like, all right, peace, I'm going. And then he proposes to this girl. Right. And then, um, the girl apparently shows the ex-girlfriend shows up to his sister's house and is just freaking out because she's like how is he getting married like we've been together for two years what's happening but it's just it's just it's like such an interesting concept like how can you I get it because like the whole idea of it is that you're going to meet someone super genuine and so if if there's anything that was bothering you in that relationship that you were in this is like an easy out you're like I signed up for this experiment like I'm gonna go you know then in that short time he like finds his soulmate quote unquote I don't know it's just things Hmm. like that are hard like if, if this person has been like unlucky in love and they haven't been in a relationship and stuff it kind of makes sense to me because I'm like yeah this is the perfect way to meet someone but if you're perfectly fine like meeting people like I'm like why are you even doing this like it's it's just interesting I don't know but okay that's all I have to say about the show I could go on actually I could go on forever but that's all I want to say I don't want to hold this up because we have some awesome stories that we're going to be talking about today Maddie you um you found us some stories for this week so this week we decided since you know we you and I have both been you know very onto fitness and exercise and stuff um I found a really good subreddit um of MIVA whole um stories about weight loss and like you know different situations with family members or friends and like if they're like not supporting their um, partners when they're weight loss things or being mean about weight loss and I just thought it could be kind of interesting because you never really think about these types of stories yeah I'm I'm interested to see what you found all right I'm gonna get into the first one um this pretty short one but I think it was really um I don't know, crazy. I don't know how to explain this one. Um, so the name, the, the title of this story is, Am I the a-hole for buying my wife a weight loss kit for her birthday? I think we already know the answer. So, But, you know, I just thought, okay, let's give it a try. Let's see if he can fix this. Okay. I'm a 25-year-old guy, and I'm married to my wife, who's 24. Okay, so recently I've noticed that she's gained a bit of weight. Not crazy or anything ridiculous, but a bit. I'm into fitness myself, so I like to stay active and healthy in general. Well, her birthday was a couple of days ago, and along with some other gifts, I got her a weight loss slash workout bundle kit. Um, immediately, she became upset with me about it and was thinking I was mad at her or saying she's fat, which I wasn't. I tried to explain to her why I did it, but she didn't want to hear me. It's been a couple of days now, and she's still pissed about it. Am I the a-hole? <sighs> okay, I want to know what his explanation was going to be. For why he did it because it's pretty obvious there's nothing he can say that's gonna make that feel that that's gonna make that hurt any less 
I agree. Um, I think that in a way he was trying to be nice. I, I hope so. I hope he wasn't doing it to be mean. I think it was just maybe he was just like, hey, this would be a nice gift. I don't know. I think the only only way that this is a good gift is if she specifically said, I'm having a really hard time losing weight. I need help. Can you please help me? <laughs> like she explicitly tells him that. Or if she's a bodybuilder and they have that relationship where they discuss like fitness. He, you know what I mean? That's yeah. the only, only two situations. And he knows that she has something coming up and he, and they have like some kind of a pact that they made beforehand. Like if I'm having a hard time, you know, get me back and get me back to it. That's the only, I can't imagine that any explanation he has for her is going to make this okay. Because he's literally going to be like, I noticed you gain weight. Yep. <laughs> so that's I, I got agree. you present. <laughs> So I want to read some comments. This person said, you're the a-hole. That's not a gift. That's an accusation that she's not good enough in your eyes. And I 100% agree with that. This other person said, "Um, you're the a-hole. You weren't just calling her fat. You were also telling her to stop being fat on her birthday. This is, this is horrible. I, I, my thing is, I totally agree that he is an a-hole, but I think he was trying to be nice, but I just feel like he did it completely wrong. At least I'm hoping, because, like, I don't know, I just hope in these types of situations, someone has, like, the nicest hopes. The worst but, part is that it's, ugh. like, oh, I noticed she's gained a bit of weight. Not crazy or anything, but a bit. It's, like, you've noticed she gained a bit of weight? Like... I'm I'm wondering, are they hardcore fitness people where he's per- like he has just a perfect body? You know, like what does he want her keeping tabs on how much like how much like extra pudge he has? Like what I, I think it's always it's always best just be like, is this something that I would like to get as a gift? Mm-hmm. But also not because oh i'm super excited about working out but if i was feeling bad about myself if i was like struggling with whatever certain issues and that was leading to my weight gain is this what i would want because like i'm sure he looked at that bundle that workout bundle and was like this this is going to be so cool to have in the house like maybe that's what he was thinking he's like we could both use this and then he went off on this like the whole it's like thought train no, okay. I don't even know what to call actually it. <laughs> what you just said right now okay you said if he thought if he said hmm I wonder if this would be a good gift for myself you know he maybe he was like this is a great gift because I would love this do you know yeah. what I mean this, that's the thing is that like I don't know but obviously I think you I have to think, think about what a gift that. says to someone right totally totally because that's the thing is like maybe she's not in that same mindset that he's in like maybe he just happens to be super into fitness right now and and so he feels a certain way about it but yeah you just gotta just don't I don't know but yeah so overall I want to hear some more comments do you see it did you see any more I'm looking through them oh here this This reminds me of like mm, go oh no finish your slot and then we can go on this reminds me of that commercial 
um, that I don't know if it was last year or a couple of years ago where the husband buys his wife a Peloton. Do you remember that? No, I don't watch commercials. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I don't know if it was like if it was an online ad or if it was like a legit commercial on TV. But I remember everybody was freaking out because they were it was it was a Peloton commercial about, you know, like they don't explicitly say like oh she she gained weight and it was more like he was just trying to be nice but the commercial just basically makes it seem like um like she's happy about it it's supposed it's supposed to be so I don't know maybe he's thinking he's thinking like this is a great gift this is what she's gonna want but I don't know okay this is a funny comment this is a troll, right? No one is this obtuse. Due to fundamental need to believe in humanity, I'm choosing to believe so. But on the off chance, yes, 100% the a-hole. OMG. Yeah. There, I mean, but I think I think what you said is so right. Like some people are that obtuse, right? I stick to the belief that he was like, you know, I think it would be really cool if we could both use this because <laughs> I don't want to believe that he was just being... He was just saying, like, she needs help and let me help her out. Like, she doesn't need your help, dude. She got this. Oh, good. I agree. So hopefully he had good thoughts. But yes, in this situation, for sure, you're the a-hole. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we could oh. both agree on that. Exactly. All right. Um, I'm going to move on to the next one title is am i the a-hole for not commenting on my friend's weight loss friend and i are both mid to late 20s women i've always been average weight for my height previously i think she probably would have been in the obese category but we never talked about it so i'm not sure over the last six-ish months she has lost a pretty significant amount of weight she's been eating healthy and getting really into fitness classes so it's totally a positive thing I can tell she feels more confident just based on how she dresses, and she just seems very happy overall. I'm not sure what sparked this change, but it seems to just be working for her. I have never commented on her body at all. We talk a lot about different workout classes and strategies to stay motivated, and when we hang out, we try to go to salad places and stuff like that. So we do talk about all this new stuff in her life, but her appearance and weight loss just do not come up and probably this is somewhat on purpose from my end. I feel awkward if I'm being honest. I think even if she were to straight up ask me if she looked like she lost weight, I would be like, you've always looked great, lol. And I'm sure this comes from my own internal biases or whatever. Recently, we were hanging out with another mutual friend who was showering her in compliments based on her appearance. It really made me wonder if I was being an asshole for basically pretending I hadn't noticed her physical changes. I know it's something she's proud of, and in the same sense, if I dyed my hair and people just didn't comment at all, I would probably be hurt. So, am I the a-hole, or is it just okay to continue what I'm doing? In this situation, like, I don't know, I guess when you do lose a lot of weight, you do want people to, like, mention it, right? Like, you want, like, I don't know, to be... I think if you're a good friend... You gotta tell you gotta tell your friends how you feel. And if you think that she looks great. My thing is, why is it so hard? Like, why are you struggling so much to be like, like I get this person has always been average weight, right? So they've never dealt with any kind of 
insecurities about their weight, I'm guessing, even though I would assume that everyone deals with insecurities about their weight, but apparently this person has never dealt with that. Um, but in six months, this person is like, transform them themselves even their mood is different but I, I don't understand why they why they're thinking about it so much maybe they feel like they um they don't want to just focus on the body like they don't want to be like oh you know you you needed to lose weight or something like that um so they don't they don't they're worried about saying the wrong thing but. Yeah, I get that type of impression too, that they're kind of just more worried about hurting their feel, the other person's feelings or like maybe just like making it all about that because obviously they wanted to be friends with that person before. So maybe they're like, oh, I don't want them to think I'm treating them differently because of that. I don't know. Hmm. Like, I just don't know. I think, I think um, this is a learning moment and I'm going to say that it's important to make people feel good about themselves um and if you notice that someone is doing something that's changing their life like you should say something um because it's not just like if but she doesn't say that her friend was significantly overweight she just says I think she probably would have been oh no see that's why I keep I, I like I think I read a, a bunch of parts of it wrong <laughs> so so it seems like she I think even just for the fact that this person is um, make, being more healthy, you know what I mean? Like they're probably extending their life and stuff. So you want to encourage them to continue on this journey, you know? Um, she notices that it's not like what whatever the person is doing, whatever her friend is doing, it seems like it's making a, a change in other aspects of her life. And so that's a good thing, Yes. right? And so you encourage your friend and be like, you know what? Like I noticed like you, dang girl, you're looking good. You know, like say you gotta, you gotta keep your friends like feeling good. It's not a one-way relationship. I know I, in the past have not taken the time to tell people how much I care about them or to make them feel good about themselves. Um, and so I, that's why I'm saying this person is an asshole. You got to change your ways and just, you know, do a little bit more for your friends and for the people that you love, because everybody wants to to know like how like it's like she's obviously happier she's you know confident and so you at least say that like dude like you I've noticed it and you're I can see that you're more confident and you know your 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 skin is glowing or whatever whatever it is that you're noticing just be honest like don't lie just be honest I agree um 100% the thing is that, like, by not saying anything, you might also look like you're jealous or, like, that you're not happy about your friend yeah. having these changes, which may not be the case, mm-hmm. but, like, it do- it will make you seem like that, too. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't think that this person – see, this is another thing. I don't think their intentions are bad, but still not the correct thing to do. Yeah. I, I 100% agree with that. Um, I think they just don't know how to compliment people for whatever reason, their own personal experiences have not, um, have not created this person yet who is able to, to share how they feel maybe, but um, she's, she's being, she's being very honest with the fact that she just doesn't, um, 
I'm, she says, I'm sure this comes from my own internal biases or whatever. Um, I feel awkward, you know? I'm sure some so. cultures it's like not like you don't talk about it. like I know there's a lot of cultures where people talk about their weights, especially like, for example, Asian cultures. But I know some cultures like you probably just don't talk about that stuff. Do you know what I mean? So maybe she's just in a culture where it's like inappropriate to talk about that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I I will say um, I I am like the kind of person that if I see something, I'm going to say something. But if sometimes if I don't notice it, I will be upfront. Like I've had close ones before who asked me straight up, like, have you, can you notice? Can you know? And I'm like, honestly, like I can't, I see you every single day. I don't, I can't tell. But when I do notice, I say something. And that's the thing is like, I'm, you don't have to lie. You don't have to lie. But she is obviously knows that this, that her friend has lost a lot of weight. So if, if you can tell, you should say something, you know, you know, I'm I agree. Like, it's pretty much yeah, it. I think so, this yes. is a learning moment for her. <laughs> so in conclusion, what do you think? Yeah, I think she was being, I think she was being an a-hole. She needs to be a better friend and just um, met, say something. I agree. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to move on to the next one. The next one um, is called, well, the post is called, am I the a-hole for posting about my weight loss? A few months back, I started a weight loss journey as I realized how much my weight was affecting my confidence and self-worth. I had gone through a stressful year and was using food to satiate my feelings. I also wanted to get my BMI, which I know is full, um, back into the healthy range due to high blood pressure and diabetes running in my family. I've lost 12 pounds so far. Good job. I don't really talk about my diet or weight loss with anyone else other than my partner and my dad, who are also doing their own things to lose weight. However, I have been posting my weight loss updates on my Facebook, so my family can see this journey, as it is something that I am proud of, and I've been working really hard to lose this weight. I've done this like three times so far. One of my friends, one, however, has started getting upset when I post these updates and talk to the other mutuals that we had about it and they think I'm an a-hole for celebrating my weight loss. It hasn't, however, been said to my face, but I've since had messages from the mutuals telling me I'm being an a-hole. What? I'm confused. So from my understanding, people think she's an a-hole because she's posting her weight loss update. No, I get what's happening. I'm just confused at how, I don't understand why the friends would think that she's an a-hole. Or they, sorry, why they um, are an a-hole. I think that if this is helping them on their journey, then for more power to them, maybe they're upset because they're, they feel like their friend, this person is rubbing it in everyone's face. But I don't know. What, what do you think? I think if you can't share your goal, your like wins with your friends, then they're not your friends, right? Totally, (laughs) totally. Like that's literally with friends like these, like, I don't understand That's Yeah, that's, it seems like they're, they're having some, uh, some of their own issues. And yeah, I think OP needs new friends, unfortunately. But see, look, they're able to share everything with their partner and dad and 
they should be able to share those things with the friend too. I'm just so surprised. Like I, anyone, whenever I've lost weight, like friend wise, they've always been very supportive. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty surprising that like, you know, they would think she's an a-hole for that. I'm the only thing. Okay. You know, I like to try to think about it from everyone's perspective. The only other reason I would say that maybe they think that she's an a-hole is maybe if some of her friends are have like have eating disorders. And so it's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't disclose that though. So we, we can't say that's for sure, but that's the only reason why maybe they would be upset. So that's mm-hmm. my only thought. Well, okay. Caveat, right? right? So they have eating disorders and then OP is aware of this. And then is also aware that they're going to be seeing all the posts. And then I get it, you know, it's probably insensitive knowing that they're going to be viewing this. Um, but so who knows? I don't we know don't how know. to handle that. <laughs> I really don't know like what the answer is for that. But I think based on the information we have, you should be able to post whatever you want. And like you said, Maddie, um, if you can't share your, your wins with your friends, then yeah. You need some what new can friends. You share them with. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, so some of the comments, this person says, not the a-hole. Um, post about your success and things you're happy about on social media. Fake friends if they don't care about your personal journey. That sounded really Agreed. weird. But yeah. Yeah. Totally they're fake friends or unfortunately are triggered, in which case, I'm sorry. <laughs> like again, we don't know, but but yeah so pretty much 100 percent um for this story not the a-hole and congrats on losing 12 pounds so far that's amazing yeah but it's good that they have they have a support system we're gonna say sorry no it's okay have you actually ever seen what 10 pounds of fat looks like that's a lot i have like you've seen those like little things right that's Mm -hmm. crazy so like 12 pounds that's a lot so that's awesome that's a lot Mm-hmm. especially if they're working out because they're probably also gaining muscle so um it's not showing on the scale the like the it's not dropping as quickly you know what I mean yeah all right I'm gonna read our last story this one's a bit longer so bear with me the title is am I the a-hole for feeling like my family and friends are sabotaging my weight loss efforts and ruining my birthday so I've been losing weight 81 pounds since July actually wow that's amazing good job mm-hmm. it's quite the journey yeah, agreed anyways um i've done it through keto until about eight weeks ago and then i added noom slash calorie counting and up to my workouts quite a bit i feel fantastic it has become a very big part of my life and all my family and friends are very aware of it my family and friends have not jumped on the bandwagon with me they still eat junk food and way too much regularly They always act like, poor you, I bet you miss, whatever. Well, I'm completely happy and satisfied. I have cheat days, very rarely, like one meal in the past eight weeks. For the most part, they respect my diet and back off, and I do not push my diet on them. My birthday is on June 1st. This whole thing started when I told everyone I had to work on my birthday, a 10-hour shift. I'm happy with this, and it's not a big deal. My kids wanted to celebrate, so we planned to do something the day before. My husband mentioned getting me a cake and I said, nah, I'm feeling really good. I will save that cheat for when I'm really having a craving. Fast forward to this past week and everyone suddenly is making plans for my birthday. Great. I feel so loved. They're thinking of me. 
best friends ask about what I want to eat on my birthday. I mentioned I'm not going to cheat. I feel great. Her response is, you better have a cheat day. I got you some awesome cookies. I tell my husband I will just let him and the kids eat cookies, and I'll tell her I love them. Then his mom asked to take me to dinner the day before. Wonderful. I can plan somewhere that fits into my diet and enjoy my family. I tell my husband maybe I will have a cheat night that night and get right back on the plan the next day, but I'm not sure yet. Husband then comes in this morning and tells me he's ordered me a cake with the kids, but it won't be picked up until my actual birthday. I get upset and let him know the only day I was even considering was the day before my birthday and that I don't feel like anyone is concerned with how I want to celebrate my birthday. I mentioned that if he gets that cake that weekend and not the one night, he knows the kids will want to see me eat it and boom, cheat night becomes a huge weekend deal. He acts offended, cuts me off, and leaves. Am I the a-hole? I feel like I've been more than polite, but everyone has made such a huge deal about food for my birthday. However, all of it goes against my diet. I feel that they see me working hard and shrinking, and they just don't care about my feelings here. It's really hard to give up sugar, and I've done everything I can think of to let them know nicely. Also, they encouraged me to give up on this the last time I lost weight, too. Am I the a-hole for being upset that everyone is buying me junk food for my birthday when I've been dieting the majority of the year? Yeah, I think there's so much happening here. But I think the main thing is, I'm just going to say they're not the the a-hole, right? I think this person has been working really, really hard and seeing these amazing results. And it's really hard. Like they said, it's so hard to give up sugar. That is like there's sugar in everything. Oh my gosh. When you start, oh my gosh, dude, I, I did, um, a, well, this time I'm doing keto and I've done keto before in the past. And, um, aside from just not eating sugar, like you can't have bread, you can't have certain vegetables because they have sugar in them. Like there, you can't have sauces. You like all the things that make food good worth living. Like, yeah like and so it's so hard and to know that they've been working working through all of those feelings and being like you know what planning out their cheat days I think the family just has to bend for this person and just say you know what you're having a cheat day this is like they're they're literally telling their family this is when my cheat day is going to be I will you know eat whatever I want that night Um, so make sure you have the cake ready. Don't wait until the last minute and then be upset that, you know, the cake that I'm not going to eat the cake on the day that you buy it. Like my cheat day was last night and I'm sorry, it's late. So, um, and that's messed up of the husband too, to she, he's very, he obviously knows the kids are going to want to see her enjoy the cake. And it's just, it's so hard. And also just like, eating in general like it's it's that's how people celebrate so I get everybody is like oh let me do something for you but um and that's the first thing they can think of to do because they're not on the same journey so it just sucks no I don't think she's the a-hole I agree I think that it's hard though because um at specific points we were all like doing keto together I don't know if you remember I'm sure you do um and, you know, there were specific people that weren't doing keto. And so, you know, we were all trying to, like, make it work for everybody. Do you know what I mean? And um, mm-hmm. I know it's hard, but, I mean, if it's specifically for this one person, I think you kind of do whatever 
that you need to do for them. Do you know what I mean? Like, for example, my aunt, she has a lot of dietary restrictions. So we always make sure to have food that, you know, she can eat too as well when we have, you know, functions, because obviously we don't want her to like not be able to eat. But she also does bring her own food, like that she specifically wants to eat too, that she knows she can eat. But we do like, you know, everybody gets upset, you know, like you can, you're eating what you're eating. That's fine. Like people aren't going to be throwing a fit because you're not being a part of, you know, a part of the meal in that other way. So, yeah. And I just don't think you should make that big a deal about food in general. Like I get like people, you know, have issues with food and everything. And, but like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people like plan things around the food, which I totally get. Like, for example, Thanksgiving, obviously that's about food. Do you know what I mean? But like, you know, you should also just care about, you know, being around your friends and your family. And, you know, you should make it more about that than about the food. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if if the food is such a big deal, then maybe plan other stuff. Like you can plan an activity like you can do, um, you know, if you can't do like escape rooms or things like that, or um, then, you know, you can do plan some games or plan something active that you can do that. So maybe if there is a little bit of a cheat involved, like there's still some activity going on, you know, to make up for it out. Yeah, Yeah. just show her that you're, you're, you're understanding where they're coming from, and that you're not dismissing this whole journey that they're on. I agree. Like, I don't know, go on a family hike. Yeah, that would be fun. That's a fun birthday thing. And I'm sure uh, OP would appreciate that. Exactly. You just have but to think as, about what as it is they for mentioned, the person. Oh, sorry. Exactly. As they mentioned, um, they've tried this before and the whole family encouraged them to lose weight or sorry, encouraged them to um, to give up on the journey. That's what's crazy to me. Like, I don't know. I've been never expect someone in your family to like discourage you to do something good for yourself. It's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And unfortunately, a lot of times it's just family being selfish because they know that it's just harder for them to do these things that are bad for them when they're watching you not do those things, you know? Yeah. So I actually want to talk about um, keto. So Mm -hmm. I did keto pretty hardcore for a while with my with my friends and even with my family, but um, I was not doing it very well, I guess, in some ways. Um, I didn't know that if you didn't eat specific things you would you could hurt your damage your body so I actually ended up getting a gallbladder infection and ended up having to get my gallbladder removed so I just want to point out that it's always important to understand how these diets work and to make sure you're doing them correctly because I didn't do it correctly and now I don't have a gallbladder um so I do know probably I did even tell you and your sister I was like hey make sure you guys are eating healthy when you're like eating specific things during this diet which I was not and I remember your sister was like well yeah duh and I was like ah well I didn't do that but um I don't know just hearing this I'm like oh god I did kind of tell you guys to be careful about that I hope you guys didn't think I was telling you not to do it it's just you have to be careful no I think I think what you said is so right you have to understand the diet and you have to also understand your body And what your body needs, not everybody's body is going to need the same stuff. And so while it is amazing that this person has lost this much weight, you know, I, we, I hope that they're taking care of themselves and doing it right. Um, actually they mentioned Noom. Have you ever heard of Noom? No, I haven't. Have you? Yeah, I, I uh, signed up for it, but I never, the next step was to pay for it. And so I wasn't, I wasn't that committed. (laughs) I was like, uh, 
just gonna try it out and see how it works how did it work they um they just encourage eating everything and you can set exactly what your dietary restrictions are going to be so say like if you don't if you have like allergies or whatever like you just put all that information in and then they tell you it's it's calorie counting but it's supposedly um focused on your psycho like your the psychological uh aspects I don't know I honestly I I need to look it up again because it's been so long but um but I remember when I was signing up it asked me questions like um why do you eat like when when you do have like a bag of chips like how are you feeling when you do that things like that and I was like what the (laughs) what kind of questions are these but they really try to get to like the root of the problem or like the root of the of what's going on with you so I really like that yeah I just used live strong when I was younger and then I moved on to my fitness pal and those were kind of the only ones I've used I, I like calorie counting for me that's what works um over doing like keto and stuff so that's what I generally do I kind of get crazy how's about your it, though, like, how's your journey going for me um pretty good you know it's so different now though without like a gallbladder it might sound really weird but like I have to be very careful about what I eat now um I can't eat high fat foods I have not eaten an avocado probably in like two years um just because it will destroy my stomach because I just don't have the ability to um, process that anymore because of the oils Mm -hmm. but um it's good because it's kind of like being on a diet without being on a diet because I can't eat specific foods anymore. So exa- for example, I used to eat hot Cheetos like every week. I haven't eaten hot Cheetos in probably two years since the surgery um, because I did eat them one time and it was the worst experience of my life. So I don't eat hot Cheetos anymore. And I know that, you know, I used to eat them all the time. Oh yeah. That was your, that was your go-to snack. I remember that's my go-to Lucky. snack too. Luckily, though, I have no issue with dairy, so I can still have, like, coffee and stuff. That's totally fine. It's just, um, like, I don't know, heavy, fatty stuff and, like, hot Cheetos. Anything spicy. I love Korean food. Haven't eaten any Korean food because it hurts my stomach. I can't process spicy food anymore. So, sad, but um, it's actually made me kind of be on a diet. And so I just eat healthy now like salads and I eat a lot of vegetables more than I used to ever eat even on keto um so and it's working for me um just that and like just walking that's what I do how has your journey been because I know that you were um you've been doing that right you've been doing the bet it's going okay (laughs) the recording part of it um I've not been doing so great at um we did not do the app thing that we talked about that I talked about last time so we were just kind of like continuing to record things on our own like in our own way and I I dropped the ball big time on that so I'm kind of nervous to see I mean we're still at the very beginning so I can turn it around but I've been in terms of like action like how I've been doing I've been doing perfectly fine I had a cheat weekend and then um the week after after that, it was a little hard to start back up on the working out and everything, but the eating was fine. Um, but yeah, that, that's been the biggest thing because that's that's the biggest lifestyle change that I've made. Like I I've had already stopped with the um, sugary drinks and stuff like that because I haven't had, I haven't been having um, like regular soda or I haven't had any sugar. You know, like I, 
been doing all substitutes for since I did keto the first time and also when I had my baby I had gestational diabetes so that kind of forced me into that um but I I've just continued into that right so that wasn't the biggest thing the the food it's hard like not having carbs but that wasn't the hardest thing the hardest thing was working out so it's something I'm trying to get back into the flow of um just to make sure that I do it the four times a day, four times, why do I say four times a day? Every time. It's like my mind wants to ramp up into like this hardcore fitness lifestyle that I'm just not ready for. Maybe you are ready for it. (laughs) Maybe I am ready. See, that's, what's going to push me, push me back into it. Right. I'm just going to start being like, all right, uh, once in the morning, once in the middle of the day, once after dinner right when you wake up you do some push-ups then later on you just do some squats (laughs) yeah maybe I need to break up my my workout into four sessions four 15-minute sessions and then you know (laughs) get your heart pumping during different parts of the day yeah you know um getting ready to go back into the office um like I have been working a large part remotely and we're going to be going back in like two to three days a week so that is going to present a challenge because my commute is kind of far so I need to find a way to uh, keep the workouts in you know when I'm getting home super late and um, yeah maybe that is actually a good solution is just like working out a little in the morning and then a little at night I don't know we'll see I'll keep you guys updated definitely you Maddie yeah for sure definitely we're both keep each other updated on that stuff right yeah well thanks for these stories Maddie um I feel like this was such an interesting topic because something that I don't think we ever really think about when we're deciding to get started on a weight loss journey is um like how your outside influences are going to affect that your progress right? You're always thinking about like, how can I stay on this for real this time? At least personally, I'm always like, how is it going to work this time? But I never think about how the people around me affect my progress. Yeah, I know. That's why when I saw these, I was like, wow, this is actually pretty um, interesting. And it's good just to think about like, as we're, you know, on our journeys. Yeah, totally. And it makes me, it makes, especially that story about um, the girl being, you know, um, trying to be a better friend and try to, I mean, I don't know, that's, I'm, I'm putting those, those vibes onto her. (laughs) It's like, like, you know, just be good to the people around us and notice things like that. And, you know, I, I hope that I can, um, it just makes me think about a lot of things. I hope that I can just support my friends in their own journeys. Like, even if it's not mentioning that, you know, a compliment or whatever, if it's just checking in and, and asking about how the journey is going I feel like that's so important too I agree yeah so I hope you guys liked these stories um please let us know how um how what you thought of them are the any of these things things that you've experienced in your own personal weight loss journey or your own personal fitness goals um and also Um, be sure to tell us what you would like to hear about in the future. I really enjoy Am I the A-Hole stories. I feel like it's a really good opportunity for me and you, Maddie, to just kind of see where we stand on different topics. And yeah, I love um, the discussions we have. 
totally so please uh make sure to subscribe to our our um, wherever you're listening to this make sure you're subscribed and you have those notifications turned on so you are notified when we drop a new episode please if you know someone that would be into this please be sure to share this with whoever in your life and also please make sure you rate our show if you really enjoy it because those ratings mean a lot so thank you guys for being here with us for another week um we look forward to talking to you next week bye 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 i need some coffee